thank you, worship team. Uh, I think it's uh, really encouraging seeing uh, over the past uh, few, uh, few years being here at the church. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I've had the opportunity to uh, lead children's worship downstairs and kind of help organizing it. So I thought it was pretty cool getting to see Boston up there on the drums today rocking it. Uh, it's awesome seeing such, uh, such young people get, in, get involved. Um, so I love my family. So I did this the very first time I preached. Um, but um, when my mom was here, and I just want to thank my brother, Tim, and his new wife, uh, Crystal, for coming here to support me. Uh, for those of you uh, who attend here regularly and talk with me, maybe you heard uh, me getting to perform my first wedding. And so that was with them this, uh, this past summer. So it's really cool. Um, and something I've learned about myself recently and had a few opportunities to preach is I'm an emotional person. <laughs> I tend to cry a lot. Um, so, and I also just want to point out my, my, my best friend Darius, who's actually my best man in the wedding, is here along with uh, my good friend Richard and his parents as well. They uh, came to support me today um, as I get these opportunities to preach. Um, so, um, moving forward, I just want to have a, a, a few stories I want to share with you uh, along with a few questions. So, some of these questions is, have you ever got excited ab uh, about being somewhere or going somewhere? Um, or do you really desire to be somewhere? Uh, and what will you do to get there? Um, so, I don't know. Who likes Canada's Wonderland? Anybody like Canada's Wonderland here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I love, I love going to Canada's Wonderland. I remember uh, as a kid, uh, leading up to when we were getting ready to go to Canada's Wonderland, um, I'd get really excited, getting really enthused about it. And it was a very exciting summer because it's somewhere that I wanted to be. It's somewhere I wanted to go because I found thrill and excitement uh, within going on those rides, going on Leviathan, dropping down how many feet, going so many kilometers. It is wonderful. It is amazing. I love it. Uh, <laughs> so... Um, another, another little story is we, we just went through uh, Christmas time, and uh, I don't know about you guys, but do you guys get excited about gifts as much as I do? Um, so when I was a kid, um, we, uh, like, the tradition was we would have our, our stockings, and uh, they would all get wrapped, they would get put in a stocking, um, and uh, they would get hung on the door uh, outside of our room, and uh, I would wake up really, really early. Because I wanted to know what was inside those gifts. I wanted to know what that was in those, in those wrappings. So I'd wake up early, bring it over to my bed, put it on my, uh, put it on my bed, start taking out all the presents. I, don't, I wouldn't unwrap it, but I'd start feeling, trying to figure out what it was that was inside of this, uh, this, uh, this present. And I would do this almost every Christmas for an, uh, a number of years. Maybe I did that this past Christmas as well, but we won't tell anyone that. Uh, <laughs> um, and then something else... Uh, for those of you who, who may know me fairly well, is I hate being late. I would, I would rather, I'd rather be an hour early than even a minute late. Um, and so I've, uh, I remember even like, if I had the opportunity to like take the bus and risk being late, I wouldn't. I would take the earlier bus so I could get there an hour early and sit, sit around and do nothing. Um, so uh, today we're gonna be reading out of uh, 2 Samuel chapter 7, uh, 12 to 17. Uh, it should be up on the screen there. Um, so, uh, 2 Samuel uh, 7, 12 to 17. The Lord declares, uh, 
that the Lord declares that you are, uh, that you, that the Lord himself will establish his house for you. When your days are over and you rest with your ancestors, I will raise up an offspring to succeed you. Your own flesh and blood, and I will establish his kingdom. He is the one who will build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be, I will be his father, and he will be my son. When he does wrong, I will punish him with a rod wielded by, man, by men, uh, with flogging, uh, in, sorry, uh, inflex by human hands, uh, but my love will never be taken away from him. As I took it away from Saul, who I removed uh, before you, uh, your house and your kingdom will in, uh, endure for your, forever before me. Your throne will be established forever. Um, so I like to keep, kind of keep you guys involved on know what's going on within youth, and so uh, a lot of you guys uh, know that Sunday mornings uh, after worship we do uh, discipleship uh, with the youth. And so we've been slowly uh, working through a series on called uh, Why, Why Jesus? Um, and so we've grown, like a lot, a lot of us have grown up with our parents like saying, hey, like this is what it is and um, or whatever. But I'm trying to help the students to, to choose it for themselves. And so one of the very first, uh, the first lessons that we went through was connecting uh, the Old Testament to the New Testament. So all the Old Testament prophecies and how they were uh, fulfilled uh, within, within the New Testament. Um, and so I've really been interested in that, so I've been try, I've try, tried to do that for today's sermon. Um, so we will also be reading a passage from the New Testament. Um, and so uh, found, found in 2 Samuel uh, is uh, God, God's covenant uh, with David. Uh, uh, the, the promise is for uh, when the love of Christ uh, will be known and more of a one-on-one relationship. This, uh, uh, this covenant points to the, the, the time where the presence of God will be established through Christ um, and the working of the Spirit. Um, uh, David is, is known as a man after uh, God, God's own heart. Um, and it's really uh, interesting to know and see how he tries to uh, understand and know God uh, more and more. Um, uh, and David was, uh, was used by God, God's eternal uh, plan for salvation. Not because he was perfect and ideal, I, I, um, ideal but f- uh, from human standpoint, because the Lord was with him. Um, and so uh, I, th- I think it's kind of cool, this, this passage I, uh, points towards the New Testament uh, and salvation. And um, So when we look into verse uh, 14 and a little bit into 15, uh, it says, I will be his father and he will be my son. Uh, when he does wrong, uh, I will punish him with a rod wielded by man, uh, with floggings in, uh, inflicted by human hands. But uh, my love uh, will never be taken away from him. Um, see, God's promise is to, is to hear and forgive uh, uh, who, who come into his presence with humble repentance. Uh, and th- like through, through Jesus, anyone can come, uh, come to God and receive uh, his, his forgiveness. Um, so throughout, throughout this message, you're going to be hearing me say the word, uh, the, like the presence of God. Um, and so before we go any further, I just kind of want to be able to explain myself uh, on, on what I mean behind that. And so when I say the presence of God, this is, this is meaning uh, like a daily, a daily life. This isn't just, uh, just uh, 
just Sunday morning thing. Uh, it's something that continues on, uh, and it's like with devotion and connection with God uh, through the Holy Spirit. So uh, move, uh, moving forward, I want to uh, now flip over to um, uh, Mark chapter 2, verses 3 to 5, uh, and then, as well as 11. Uh, so if you can turn there with me now, I believe it should be on the screen as well. So some, some men uh, come bringing, uh, bringing to him a paralyzed man, carried by f- uh, four of them. Since they could not get the, uh, him to Jesus because of the crowds, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it, uh, then lowering uh, the mat the man was laying on. When Jesus saw their faith, uh, he said to the paral- uh, paralyzed man, Son, you, uh, your sins are forgiven. Uh, I tell you, uh, get up, take your mat, uh, and, and go home. Um, so the reason why I chose this, uh, uh, like this New Testament passage is uh, I kind of believe it's, a, like, it's, a, it's an example uh, of how we can see uh, forgiveness uh, and uh, through being through like, the presence of God. So... Um, so, my, so my first point is that uh, forgiveness, uh, forgiveness is found in, in the presence of God. Uh, in, in verse 5, Jesus says to the man, son, your, your sins are forgiven. Uh, it's interesting to see uh, Jesus' authority uh, within this. And uh, being fully man and fully God, he has the authority to be able to t- uh, tell this man uh, to, to get uh, that th- your sins are forgiven. Uh, Jesus even, uh, even said, like said on the cross, like, Father, uh, forgive them for they, do, they know not what they do. Uh, when, the, when he came to the, when he come to, into the presence of God, there is forgiveness. Um, I think this is really important uh, as we pursue, like, our, our daily lives and, and pursuing, like, the presence of God on a day-to-day basis that, you know what, it's not just on Sunday morning where you can experience forgiveness, but it's a day-to-day uh, it's a day-to-day thing where every, every single day when you wake up, you, you are forgiven. Uh, and uh, as, you, as, you, as you pursue God and uh, enter into a relationship with him, uh, there's forgiveness within that. Uh, and so uh, in the presence of God, we also, we also have freedom. Um, in, in, verse, in verse 11 of chapter 2, uh, we see Jesus uh, to tell the, the paralyzed man to, to get up and to take his mat and go home. Uh, Jesus, uh, before uh, Jesus, uh, just before Jesus said uh, that many of the scribes were questioning uh, when uh, Jesus gave uh, the, uh, forgave the man, uh, and he told he told the man to pick up his mat uh, and go. So not only did he tell this uh, this uh, this man that he's forgiven, but he was like paralyzed and he was like on his mat, and now he's telling them to get up and go. Uh, and I, I don't know, I just think that's amazing. It's like once again, continuing to see the authority uh, that, uh, that Jesus has. Uh, and there's something uh, about this that, uh, that is amazing. As we see uh, even more authority comes out, uh, he has done these two great things uh, to show his divine power. Um, so, I don't know, there's just, there's, there's just something about being in the presence of, of uh, the, in, in the presence of God. Um, so uh, as we jump back up towards the, the, the top of this passage, um, it seemed that the, the, the people, that, uh, the, this house that they're gathered in was full. 
There's, there's no more room. Um, and, uh, but people desired to be with Jesus. Obviously, they, had to, they wanted to know what, was he, what he was going to say, what he was going to do. And so this place was completely, completely full. Um, and uh, uh, the, the, I, I like to put it, the place was sold out. It was, it was, it was completely full. Uh, it, was, it was at its max. And so these people had to figure out a way. It's like, okay, hey, how are we going to get this man into, uh, uh, into this room to see Jesus? Um, so finally, they, they found their way by making a hole in the roof. Now, I don't know about you, but that's kind of weird. Like, just imagine somebody coming through this roof right now. I don't know, I think we'd get a lot like, what is going on? Like, why is this guy coming through the roof? Um, or whatever. So, uh, something, that, something that, as we, uh, as we learn uh, to, like, kind of daily pursue God, is that it's not always the most, the most orthodox way um, well, to, uh, to do things. Because, like, to, to me, the common sense the thing to do is, well, if you want to go see somebody, like, go through the door. But no, they're just like, they're like, they, we can't go through the door, so it's just like we have to find another way to do it. So they, they uh, dug a hole in the roof and they, they went down into the roof because they were just desiring to be in the presence of God. And so, uh, so, so they went to, to try and get as close as they can to Jesus. Um, so uh, I have a couple stories, and it's actually kind of funny that uh, my, like my friend Darius and Richard are here because this story actually involves them. Um, and uh, so I, I, I like music. I like concerts. Um, I don't know if any of you guys have heard of a, uh, a band called uh, Group One Crew. Um, and so they were at Mapleview Community Church in Barrie. Uh, and so we were there, and we were actually helping uh, the youth group because I think we were doing a fundraiser for, uh, for the youth group by having, like, a tuck shop for people that were at the concert. Uh, but there's something about, like, desiring... To, to, to be somewhere and to go somewhere and uh, to, to see somebody that is, like, famous. And uh, so uh, I, I remember we were kind of, like, cleaning up, and it was, like, the autograph time for us to, or for, for people to go get autographs from Group One Crew. And uh, there's a side of, like, us that kind of wanted to be able to meet this, this, this band that came into, uh, came into our church. And so... We were doing whatever it takes to try and get their attention. So wait where they're signing, wait where their uh, booth was for where they're signing. Um, the, right behind that was the elevator. And so we were bringing stuff up and down. And so the elevator door would be open and we would just like start like screaming, Group One Crew, yeah, 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 yeah. And just like, we were just wanting to get their attention. And we were doing whatever it took to get that, uh, to get that attention um, or whatever. And we actually... Eventually, did get it. I don't know how many people can see this, but we ended up getting their attention and we got their pictures. I don't know if you guys remember that picture there or not. But yeah, we, we, we eventually got, got their attention and we got their pictures. I think my friend Darius is just uh, amazed by their froze. <laughs> um, and so another story, once again, this actually also includes them as well, um, which is we were at New Year's, for New Year's Eve, uh, for a while, we actually uh, enjoyed going down to Niagara Falls, um, and uh, we wanted, like, we'd go to see the bands. I think it was, um, uh, if I had a million dollars, who sings that song again? 
bare naked ladies. They, they were down there. We were, we, we, we were there. Uh, and we wanted to get as close as we can to the stage. We wanted to, we wanted to be able to see what pedals they had and what, like, what guitars they had and see it in detail. And so we would push our way to the front. We were like, there's people there before us, and we're like, well, I want to be up there, so I'm going to make way and push through and find a big guy that was there that was trying to do the same thing and hide behind them and just sneak, sneak our way, sneak their way up. But there's something about chasing and, and being in, in my, and seeing something that, uh, that, that is famous. And uh, I think this is something that we need to do um, as, as Christians, but the same thing with Christ. There's something about being in the presence of God. There is something about being in the presence of God. So how are we, how are, how are we like, uh, daily pursuing that, having that same energy, having that same uh, excitement to, to just go and pursue God? I think it's, I think it's important for us to, to, to have that same energy. As we see, as we see in uh, in, uh, in in Mark, like they, they they had no they had no way in through the door, so they found another way. They they went through the roof because they desired to be with Jesus. They, they desired to know what he knew uh, to know what he knew to, to to just be in his presence, and they they experienced the, the freedom. They, they experienced forgiveness. There's, there's something about like doing that with humility, and remembering that it's not necessarily about myself. It's recognizing that you know what we can't we can't do it on our own. To be honest, before before uh, before this uh, get like today or this before the service this morning, I was sitting. Uh, in, in, in the room and I was kind of like trying to get ready for the sermon today and I didn't, I didn't feel good enough. I don't feel, I don't feel good enough to be up here and uh, say, say these things to you that I don't feel like I have something to say to you but as I, was sit, as I was sitting there praying and just pursuing the presence of God, he says, I placed you, I've placed you here for a reason. And you're able to find confidence and acceptance and, and, and love and forgiveness and freedom. So how are you guys trying to daily pursue God? Um, so when I, was, when, when I was working at Tim Hortons, uh, before I even went to Bible college, I... I didn't really have like the best attitude. I was going, into, I was going into work, and uh, I was being rude to people. I just didn't really enjoy it, and uh, I made a change. I'm just like, you know what? Like, if, if I'm going to be able to do this well, I'm going to need to, I need, I need to change something. I need to, I need to pursue God more. And I need to uh, really be transformed. And so I'm just like, oh, well, how do how do I do this? And it's just simply being in the presence of God. And now, to be honest, in the morning times, I don't know if any of you guys are like me, but it's kind of hard to, like, be energized and wake up in the morning and, like, yay, I'm going to go read my Bible. No, I'm one of those, like, 
uh, like, let me sleep for five more minutes. But, so instead, I found a different way. It, it, doesn't, have to, it doesn't have to be uh, exactly that. Like, like, like I said, there was, it doesn't have to be that typical, like, orthodox way. We kind of put a, a standard in our, um, in our heads that it has to be a certain way. Well, no, these guys, they, they, they lowered the guy through the roof. That's not normal. <laughs> uh, and so, for, so what I found I needed to do uh, to be able to have that same uh, ex- excitement and energy was to listen to songs. So there's actually one specific song that I would listen to uh, every morning before, before going to work, and that was the song by Lincoln Brewster, Today is the Day. I would, I would wake up and I'd listen to that, and I was able to, I was, I was able to experience God's love, his, his freedom, uh, his forgiveness, and I was, I was given many opportunities because I was able because I chose in the morning to find a way to to just be in the presence of God simply through listening to the song. Today is the day. Today is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. So, how are you guys? How, how are you guys finding ways to daily pursue God to to be in the presence of God? where you experience uh, forgiveness and freedom. So how, uh, how, how are you finding ways to do this? I think it's important for us to figure what works for you. There's not one way. What works for Pastor Shane doesn't necessarily work for me or for Brandon or whoever it is. It's what works, what works for you. How are you choosing and finding ways to be in the presence of God? So in closing, I'd actually just like the, the worship team to come back up. Um, and uh, before, we, before, we, before we sing it, uh, any songs, I just want to give the opportunity for somebody that's maybe, maybe feeling like, you know what, I've haven't, I, I haven't been daily like, pursuing God and I've maybe walked away or maybe you've, you've never really experienced God's love. I want to give the opportunity to, for you to do that this morning. Second, I want, I want to challenge you uh, to, uh, to pursue God daily, to find, to find ways to be in his presence, to hear his voice and to become more like him. And thirdly, I'd just like to give you guys an opportunity to just to worship and just to be in the presence of God. So, if you bow your, if you bow your heads and close, close your eyes. And if, if, and if that's you today, where you, where you're saying like Jonathan, I've, I haven't been, I haven't been in the presence of God. I've kind of walked away, and I'm not where I'm supposed to be, and not in the right relationship. If that's you, I want to uh, give you a moment. To, and just raise your hands, and I'll, I'll just get, acknowledge you. Nobody looking around. If that's you today, go ahead and raise your hand. See your hands.
for those of you who uh, raised their hands, I just, want you, I just want everybody to just come along and just uh, pray this prayer along with me. Dear Jesus, Dear Jesus. Uh, God, I thank you for today. God, I thank you for uh, the opportunity to know you and love you. So God, I just pray that you, for, that you forgive me for all my sins. God, that I'll be able to feel your presence from this, this point forward. God, I love you. And I thank you for who you are. In Jesus' name. Amen. And uh, I just want to challenge you guys. Find ways to daily pursue God, to, 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 to be in relationship with him, to, to know him, to experience his forgiveness. I know that it doesn't have to be a typical way that, like, that works for any of the pastors or your mom, your dad, or your siblings. It's it, like God has something for you, a, a way for you to encounter him on a daily basis. And so um, I just want to invite you guys to stand. Let's just take a moment and just, just be in the presence of God.